Hello, Legacy. This is Kevin Mosley, Associate Head of School, uh, continuing again with our podcast, talking about just the basis of Christian education. And uh, our blog this week was on a Christ-centered education, the importance and preeminence of Christ in how we educate our children. So I am joined again by Ron Littleton and Will Weaver of our Upper School Bible Department. So guys, when we say Christ-centered education, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Just, just practically and even philosophically um, about why that, that statement, the preeminence of Christ in what we do in education is so important. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is truth, and that's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. And so the idea of truth, and that's what we are, we're proclaimers of truth, and truth is not a compartmentalized thing. It's things are either true or not true. Right. And Jesus is proclaiming that all truth is His. And so in education, that's the way we pursue our education is going after truth. And if we go after truth, then we will bring uh, and show the preeminence of Christ because He is the way, the truth, and the life. Right. Right, correctly. What do you think, Will? Uh, well, you know, we, Ronnie and I, we, we talk about this all the time. I, I think of, of cultivating virtue, right? The, this, and we talk about, you know, we, we talked about, you know, recently uh, the, the goal of Christian education being salvation of our, of our students. That should happen somewhere through that process. But what about after that, right? And, and what we're doing is we're cultivating virtue. Uh, the, the idea that, that we could have students show up to, our building day after day and spend all this time with them and we could cram so much so much knowledge into their heads that they couldn't fit their head through the door and, and that their heart was never touched then that's education that has failed right. because then we're just you know what is the the phrase we're making uh, clever uh, clever demons yeah, you know? yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, make a more clever demon yeah more clever demons uh, rather than cultivating virtue in our students so that they not just have the knowledge, but they know how to how to live virtuously in the world, meaning to apply that knowledge uh, for the benefit of God's kingdom, for uh, for the love and service of others. And right? mm-hmm. we have to cultivate those things in our students. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you mentioned the goal of education being salvation, and since salvation is found in none other mm-hmm. than Christ. Um, no man comes to the Father except through me, he, Jesus said, that he has to s- literally be the cornerstone, <laughs> which is another <laughs> name for him anyway. Um, it's at, upon him everything else is, is, is built. It, it gives orientation, it gives direction, it gives foundation, it gives all of those things. And Paul talked about Christ as the, the foundation, the church is the foundation, and Christ is the head of the church. So, you know, all of those things, are. you can just see how it, it all kind of fits together mm. in, in, in proclaiming, when you say we're doing a Christian education, you can't take Christ out of that. I mean, it's the foundation. No, no it's not. And that's, that's why when you think of virtue, you think of the, uh, what we're trying to build and how truth uh, molds into that. And so our kids come up speaking truth. And that's why Paul, if you remember, Paul comes in Philippians chapter 3, and he comes to finally gets to the point where he says, I want to know him and the power of His resurrection. And then He says something that always bothers me. I want to know Him and the power of His resurrection. I pray loudly. But then He says, and then fellowship in His suffering. In His suffering, right. absolutely. And, and you can't know resurrection without suffering. Right. 
Well, speaking of resurrection, I know in, in our apologetics classes, Ronnie, you talk about, and, and Paul even said, if if we have not the resurrection, everything is in vain. Yeah. You know, it's so so the resurrection of Christ. Talk about why that's so central as well. Yes, it's Christ, but it's it's his it's who he is, and it's his work that he that he accomplished. That and it's by that work. Uh, that salvation is made available through us, and and the, the sting of death is gone. All those talk about the the importance of the resurrection of Christ on well, everything. Yeah, the resurrection is the whole reason we're here. And just like Paul said, Paul said in First Corinthians fifteen that if Jesus hasn't hasn't risen from the dead, if there is no resurrection, then we might as well eat and drink for tomorrow and we die. And so what Paul's doing there, he's he's um, saying. If there is no resurrection, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, we're wasting our time. What's the point? What's the point? There is no point to life. The only thing, the only point to life is enjoy life as you can. But uh, but then he goes on to say, but Christ did rise from the dead, and of course he goes through the old creed in First Corinthians fifteen, which is the the earliest creed in Christianity, is the old creed of First Corinthians chapter fifteen, which is about the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I know. You hit this really hard in your class as well on the historicity of the scriptures, and therefore we know, and 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 even other writings that confirm that people saw over groups of people saw Christ arisen, right? Mm-hmm. And and how that is affirmed the historicity of that, and it's it's at the bottom of your triangle, you right, know. Right. It, the, it, we're working everything apologetically to to say that we know Christ rose from the dead, and therefore. I can salvation is available through him. I can know God. I can trust the Bible. All these other things that come off completely off of that right. one single historical event that literally mm-hmm. split time into two. Right, mm-hmm. right, Will. Well, yeah, and we we would say that those are coming as uh, kind of as a package deal. If you think about this, you know, theologically, even that that Christ, it's Christ's death that uh, that defeats sin. Mm-hmm. It's Christ's resurrection that defeats death. But so. One without the right, one with, you're not going to have one without the other. Right. Our sin is our sin. Our sinfulness is defeated in his death, but he cannot be he cannot be held back. Uh, and his resurrection means our resurrection. We are we are dragged we are dragged into the eschaton. We are dragged into eternity on the coattails of his resurrection. And without yeah. that, yeah, without the resurrection, there is no justification. That's right. It doesn't happen. It's yeah. his package deal. Yeah. Well, we certainly can, um, you know, proclaim uh, the 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 statement. A, a lot of early Christians said, you know, he, Christ is risen. He is risen, risen indeed, indeed. And we can certainly end on that proclamation today. So thank you guys for joining us. We will continue to bring these to you when and where we can. Hope you're enjoying them. Uh, if so, shoot us an email. Let us know you're out there listening. We like we like to know we're not just doing this in vain. So, uh, and if you like it, recommend it to a friend. Until next time.